0: Uh, over in Louisiana, from, from, from hurricanes to what y'all know real well over here, ice storms earlier this year. Come on, how many lost your power during the big, the big, the big snowstorm y'all had? I've seen pictures of them out in the parking lot out here behind trucks, skiing or whatever they were doing. <laughs> Lord, help them. But, you know, we had ice storms, right? We, we, have, we have this crazy pandemic going on. And, uh, you know, we have all of these things whirling around the world, all this stuff going on. But in the midst of all of of that, God has a message. Folks, let me tell you something. There's nothing in this world that can happen that God doesn't have a remedy for. Amen? There is nothing, listen to me, there's nothing that can happen to you that God has already provided a way out of it. God ain't going to put you in a situation and then get you in that, and all of a sudden, just say, Whew, "Man, what was I thinking?" I, 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 you know, there's just no way out for them. It's a dead end. Let me. It's never a dead end with God. God will always provide a way of escape. That's what I love about living for God, folks. People have to say, "Well, how can you? How can y'all live for God? How can we not live for God?" I can't imagine making it through this pandemic without God, without the church, without my church family, without my friends. And, Come on now. But so when, that, when the world is, let's let's just get real. The world's falling apart. There's been things that's happened in this country, and I'm not political, and I'm not going to get political. But there's some things that's happened in this country that just, that just that has blown my socks off. It's just nuts, man. But guess what? I'm not going to let the nuts affect me. I'm going to stand my ground. I'm going to stand for God. And I'm not going to let all of that dictate my relationship with God because I've got the word of God to help me. Thank you. Good pastor takes care of the evangelist. But so when all these things are happening around, I just last night, and even last night, as I was laying in a bed, it just kind of rolled over me. And yeah, but so the God Almighty has a word for us, a, 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 a word for us today. He certainly had one for Isaiah, in the sixth chapter, he said, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon up the throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims, and one had six wings, and twain he covered his face, and twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. Boy, that's pretty powerful, ain't it? And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Everybody say it's full of his glory. Mm, I'm going to get to that in just, uh, in, in just a moment. But I, here it is. A man dies. But the bottom line, you may die, but that doesn't mean that God is diminished, that God is uh, all of a sudden is weak. Uh, let me tell you something. God is still, if Jeff Fair should die today, he's still up on the throne. He's still alive and well. Come on now. God ain't going to go into panic mode if I die. Mm-hmm. Come on, look at somebody and say a clear view of God. How many wants a clear view of God? Folks, I hope by the time I leave out of here all of us, including me, I have a little clear view, view of God like I've never had before because I don't know what I'm going to face tomorrow, next week, and I may need this today to get through next week. Amen. Let's give the Lord a good hand clap. Can we do that? And you can be seated. God calmed the fears of, of Isaiah not by removing the problem. Hear it. Not by removing the problem. You're going to have to go through some things. God never promised you a rose garden. Man, who sung that song? Tammy Wynette. Lord, I apologize. I Lynn Anderson or somebody said, I never promised you a rose. God never promised that, but he did promise us a way out. Okay? So let me tell you something. If you're in the middle of something, I just felt like today and it's coming. Just, I pray that we get a clearer view of God that when we are going through something or we're about to go through something, we understand how important it is to call upon the name of the Lord. That we understand it's more than just coming to church, it's a 24 hour, seven day experience that we have with Jesus Christ. Come on now, there's a lot of people that just go to church on Sunday. And only rely on that. Guess what? You'll get in trouble real quick if you're just relying on Sunday or Wednesday night Bible study. But understand, when you have a that clear view of God, you'll understand that I have to go through some things to make me stronger, folks. Let me tell you something. This this past couple years, we've all had to go through some things, and it's been pretty difficult. But guess what? I look at you, and you're here. Come on now. You're here, so you know that lets me know? You're stronger, whether you realize it or not. The fact that you've made it through some things, and you made it through all, all kinds of adversity, and you made it through problems. Preacher, you don't realize what all I'm going through. No, I don't, but I know a God that does. I know a God that gets you. You know why? Because he made you. I tell everybody all the time, you know when God made you, he didn't say oops. When God made you, he didn't say, man, what was I thinking? Are you kidding me? No. God made you for success. You are the child of God. Friend, that's the opposite of way this world is. This world is dog eat dog, man. You know, a pastor, everybody's climbing on everybody, knocking anybody down to just try to get ahead. Just Boy, if I could just get here. I, no, let, understand this. We're all in this thing together because none of us are Perfect. Come on, don't cop an attitude. Just kind of whisper to somebody, you're not, you're not perfect. Don't hit them. We're not perfect, are we? Padna, you're a long ways from perfection. But you're a child of God, and He loves you, and that's what matters. Come on now. Look at us. We have our problems. Come on, anybody here have a problem free life? Man, I want to talk to you. Come on now. But you know what? We all face it, but guess what? Here we all are today, clapping our hands, worshiping God, smile on our face. Now, I don't know what you did last night. You could have knocked somebody out, but you know, but, but the thing is, you're back. You're here. You know, Pastor, that's why I tell everybody. I say, you know, well, you know, that old devil will jump on your shoulder and say, How dare you go back to church? I say, How dare you not go back to church? Come on now. If we really believe what this word of God says, that he'll forgive us, that he'll love us, that he'll care for us, if we'll give him half a chance. I preached that years ago here. Give God half a chance to prove how awesome he is. Hear Jeff today. Uh God calmed the fears of my Say not by removing the problem, but but revealing, but uh, revealing His divine power in His presence. Rejoice that God is able to do what you cannot do. That's the part we need to joy to rejoice about. That God does things that we that we. I'm I'm serious. What this past year and a half, I look back on what God's done in my life, and it just blows my mind. It's just like, Jeff, didn't I I tell you a long time ago that I'll never leave you, that I'll never forsake you? You A lot of times we read that kind of stuff in the Word of God and it kind of goes right over our head. Folks, let me tell you something. That is real. He ain't going to leave you. He ain't going to forsake you. So you've done something you're not proud of. He still loves you. He said, man, I wish I could get a hold of Terrell. I wish you get a hold of this whole county to understand that if you're out there and you feel like, man, I've done messed up, understand nobody here is perfect. We've all messed up, but there's a God that says, I know how to clean up what you messed up. Come on now. Clap your hands unto God for that. You, I mean, you ought to be thankful for that. That's having a clear view of God. Your anxiety decreases as your understanding of your heavenly Father increases. I hope we get, in the next few minutes, I hope we walk out of here with our faith lifted up with just a little clearer view of God. That God is for us on this Sunday morning. That he's for you. David said something powerful in Psalms 18. Listen to this. He said, he reached down from on high and took a hold of me. Come on, somebody shout, took a hold of me. You know, sometimes God just got to get a hold of old Jeff. I'm falling out of control. I'm having a bad day. Anybody have a bad day? I, yeah, I have them. Some of y'all just. Okay? Sometimes we just think our life is out of control and everything. The kids are going, are just going crazy. And, and we look around like how in the world are we going to make it out of this? And out of nowhere you feel the presence of God. And God says "Enough's enough. and just begins to pull you out of it. He said he drew me out of deep water. Not just waters, but deep. In other words, God said, I can pull you out of anything. Not just shallow waters, but I can pull you out of some deep messes and deep situations that you have been in. Hey, I got the power, man, to pull you out of them. He said, deep waters. He said, David said this. He said, he rescued me from my powerful enemies. Don't, Folks, let me tell you something. Don't ever underestimate the power of your enemy. Hey, you hear me? They may have power, but greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. When you understand your enemy, yeah, 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 yeah. no doubt about it, you got a little power. But my power that I have dominates your power that you have. You, you hear me one thing? Let me tell you something. The devil's real. Now, I've got enough sense not to pick on him. I'm not going to chase him. Because I deal with him enough as it is. But I also have an understanding and a revelation of who the mighty God in Christ is. Greater is he that is in me than he that's in this world. And same thing for you today. When you have that clear view of God, you can walk out of here today and say, I might be in a financial downturn, but I've got a God that's going to help me out of it. Amen? Oh, somebody clap your hands unto him if you believe that. A clear view of God. That's it. So you may be overwhelmed today, by, uh, but, but know that God is reaching out his hand to you. He won't let you sink. He's not going to let you slip out and just fall in control. will be right to your end. He'll take a hold of you like he did David. And you from the deep waters of opposition that rages against you. There's going to time there's going to be opposition that's going to come strong against you folks let me tell you something. I had a I had some strong oppositions in last year you know you know I mean you know last year uh, uh, uh past august when my Precious father died in August. And then 35 days later, my mother died. And and, and then they go through the pandemic and, and my wife's sister died just a few months before that. And it just seemed like we were on this long death march. And and I you know, and, and folks, and, and, and I told my wife this here a while back. I said, I said, you know, I really serve an awesome God. Cause guess what? People say, Boy, man, you evangelist boy, y'all just whoo, y'all just hit the road and you go. Understand in the midst of my grief, in the midst of my heartache, pain, and suffering, I had to evangelize. I had to travel. I had to get up in front of congregations like you. And if it wasn't for the anointing and the power of God directing me, I couldn't have done it. To stand up and preach to people and say, hey, God's good. God's gonna help you through it, even though I was going through the hardest days of my life. God's good. God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. God will heal you. He'll deliver you. He'll pull you out of that heartache, pain, and suffering, man. And I had a little clearer view of God through that time. Sometimes you got to go through the heartache, pain, and suffering, people, to understand how how awesome your God is. I'm not one for looking back, but let me tell you something. I looked back and just shook back, and and I just told my wife, I said, how does he do it? Last year, through all of that chaos stuff, all the heartache and pain, people were getting the Holy Ghost and healed left and right. Man, everything was blowing up, and I'm just, I'm just plowing through it. You know, God said, "Hey, I'm with you always." Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and say what a text said: the power of God. Has engulfed this world. Come on now. You. It was all of them difficulty things that I was facing, just like some of you have faced. And here we're still here, we're still standing, we're still believing. We're still wanting to have revival. We're still wanting to see people saved. We're still pe- want to see people healed and delivered. We want to see our families come to God. In the midst of it all, You sometimes you back up and you shake your head and say, how is this possible? Because you've got a clear view of God. That even though you're going through something, it doesn't mean that you lack of something. God's with you, man. God ain't going to forsake you people. And I come here today, this is Jeff, just to tell you, the God's for you, not against you. Come on now. You may be overwhelmed, but he's here to rescue you out of them deep waters that oppose you. If you're facing adversity today, know that that you're not facing that alone. But God is with you and He is here for you. Uh, let me tell you something. During this pandemic, I I seen a trend that really kind of disturbed me. And I've seen people that's been living for God for 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 you know for uh, just for years and family live for God. And fourth and fifth generation just not going to church and you know, and scared to death of a pandemic. Folks, let me tell you something. Ain't no pandemic gonna scare me. I got a God that's gonna help me. Hey, let me tell you something. If you've been sick, but you pulled out of it, you're out of it, honey. Everything's gonna be all right. Stand for God. Don't fear it. Respect it. You hear me? Respect it. I'm all for respect. But I'm still gonna trust God. Because lo, He's with me always, even to the end, oh Lord, into the end of the age. You know why? Because he'll never forsake us. Listen to me today. Because Romans says this, he is the creator who is blessed forever. Come on now. Hebrews 13, we all know this one. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Everybody say forever. David said something powerful in Psalms 102. He said, his years will never end. He ain't just here today and gone tomorrow, honey. He'll be here when all of us are in the grave. Revival will still be going on. People will say, let me tell you, some of my best preacher friends that I've hanged with has died because of COVID. But we're still here. We're still shouting. We're still magnifying God. We're still believing, and that's the way it goes. (laughs) Folks, it rains on the just and the unjust. I'm not afraid, but I'm putting my trust in God. I don't know what tomorrow's gonna hold, neither do you. But see, I got a clear view of God that no matter what happens, I'm gonna hold on, honey. I'm gonna stay true to God. Come on, look at somebody and say, I'm gonna hold on. So let me ask you something today. Let's get real, okay? For the just just here for a moment. What's gonna happen if if your job disappears? Or your health diminishes, or Something in your life takes a nosedive. You hear me? I tell everybody, and don't feel sorry for me, but it's just life. Everybody say it's life. When, When I went through all that tragedy, all through that last year, okay, I left here the first week of December last year getting ready for surgery, for cancer. Remember? Okay? I get ready to go to New Orleans, have my cancer surgery. My doctor calls on a Friday before I'm supposed to be there Monday and says, I can't do it because I've got COVID. I panic. Come on now. I thank God, by the way, for this church. This this church really helped me through all of that. And I thank you for your prayers and, and your backing and all of that. And, and I, I, I honestly, I, I really do because y- y'all, are, y'all are awesome people. But, uh, you know, and I value your prayers. But here I was in, 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 in December thinking, so I have all this stuff snowballing and everybody wanting to have revival. Boy, I'm just pressing forward knowing all this is coming down. I got cancer in my body, but I'm still pressing, preaching, and just God's moving, and everything's happening. The doctor says, can't have the surgery because I got COVID. And he said, we we'll have to push it to January. See, my whole thing was this if I have it in the first part of December, well, I normally have all for. December because of Christmas, so it would be perfect timing. Well, the Lord says, no, I'm going to put something else on you. I'm going to test your faith. I'm going to move it to January where usually the first of the year I kick everything in high gear and it just blasts me off for the whole year. Well, guess what? The Lord unplugged old Jeff for eight weeks. Just, just, just No, you're going to have surgery then. I want to see, if, otherwise God was looking at me and said, I want to see if you really have a clear view of me. Folks, let me tell you, this. words, anybody can talk. Oh, I got it, man, I got it. But you really don't got it till you go through it. You really don't understand it till you have to go through it. Because no matter what you're going through, just remember that you're going through. I've said it before, because on the other side of through, God's waiting to bless you. Come on, look at somebody say, I'm going to go through. But guess what? I made it through it. Because I understood who the mighty God in Christ really was. Folks, let me tell you something. I just feel like telling you. You're going to be hit. You're going to be blindsided. You're going to be knocked down from time to time. But God says you can make it through it if you trust. Oh, come on now. You can make it through it. Come on, Pentecostals. Come on, apostolics. If you really got the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you'll stand and say, I'm not going to waver. I'm not going to back up. I'm not going to doubt my God. He is real. Clap your hands under him. Come on, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody shout, Thank you, Jesus. Shout, He'll Never Leave Me. Woo! Does God have a message for you when calamity strikes? He certainly had one for Isaiah, didn't he? The prophet. And this is what it comes down to this. He's holy. Everybody say he's holy. And the earth is full of his glory. Here's the kicker. When I was facing my heartache, pain, and suffering, the glory of God had it surround. Because the earth is full of his glory. When I was facing cancer, my cancer was surrounded by his glory. When I'm facing financial difficulties, and I've had my share of it, but my finances are surrounded by his glory. So take courage today that if you're facing something, look around you. The glory of God's got it surrounded. The glory of God knows where you're at. Friend, that's 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 a clear vision of God. Preacher, I don't know how I'm gonna make it financially. You just need to step back and say, the glory of God has me surrounded. The Lord is for me. I'm not gonna back down, but I'm gonna stand on the promises of God that's yay and amen. Come on, somebody shout. He has it surrounded. surrounded. Your kids are acting like the devil. He's got them surrounded. You stay true to God and God will honor that. Come on now. Come on, somebody shout. God has it surrounded. His glory, which is him. He's got it surrounded. Preacher. Preacher. They're 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 screaming and running around me, just nonstop laughing at me, saying I'll never make it. I'm never going to get through all of this. What I'm going through, and I'm just just saying that they're calling me all kinds of stuff, all kinds of things that enter my mind. Just remember what's what's got them surrounded. It's the glory of God. Yes, He's going to win that battle. See, the bottom line is this: when you look beyond the noise of the problem. And you catch a vision of the glory of God beyond it, you can just say, It's just a matter of time, you're out of here. Because that glory of God's gonna move in, and the glory of God's gonna take care of me. I'm not gonna quit going to church. I'm not gonna quit paying my tithes and my offerings. I'm not gonna get uh, misled. I'm not gonna back up. I'm not gonna grumble about it. I'm not gonna complain about it. It's life. Somebody shout, It's life. And I'm not going to let anything dictate my relationship with God. Neither should you. Can I tell you something? We're all in this boat together. Come on now. All of us from one time or another has been in that boat of heartache, pain, and suffering, haven't we? Storm was overwhelming, wasn't it? Lord, I'm about to go down. No, you're not. Because that's... You just catch a vision on the other side of the storm and see who's walking on the storm. Come on now. It ain't your problem walking on the storm, it's Jesus walking on it. And He's just walking you away. Come on now. And when He gets there, I hope you're going to be like Peter. Say, Lord, it be thou you. Bid for me to come to you on the water. And God, you know, God's going to say, it's time you step on, out on your problem, your circumstance, your storm. And let's walk to me. Because you've got the power to walk on your storm. Now that right there, friend, you know the, the old saying, knowledge is power? That's powerful right there. you got the power to do. Don't let your storm dictate your relationship with God. What happened to Peter when he took his eyes off Jesus? He began to sink. When you begin to take your eyes off Jesus and put it on your problem, put it on your situations, you begin to sink. But the moment you cry out, Jesus, save me, guess who's there with his mercy and grace? And what did Jesus call him? He said, Oh, thou little faith. Everybody say, Little faith. Can I tell you something? The Bible says all you need is the faith of a grain of a mustard seed. You might ever see a mustard seed? Pretty small, ain't it? But understand, little faith can walk on water, little faith can walk on their problem. So you look at, you know, you look at me and a pastor and say, Oh, you preachers have great faith. Can, can I tell you something? It doesn't take great faith to move your situation. It just means that you just need to trust God and have a clear view of God and understand that he's for you, not against you, that he'll never leave you or forsake you because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that his glory has you surrounded. Come on now. and Whatever else is trying to bother you, Lord, said, don't worry about that. I'm going to cut that off, and I'm going to take care of it. When he does it, don't know. Come on, anybody know that's true? Them five or six months I went through last last year, I mean, tell you one of the hardest times of my life. But guess what? Something told me, Jeff, don't don't look at that. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Everything's going to be all right, son. Do I still face that that heartache? Yes, I do. I catch myself dreaming about you know my back in the day, my parents and me, we used to travel all over. We used to sing together. And I mean, we, in fact, I, I, everybody remember when they were here with me that one time? They had their motor home out here. And man, we had a down. man. We, we threw down. And there were some awesome times that we had. It, it, they traveled. We sung together. I mean, it was just, it was awesome. And all that's gone now. But guess what? God hadn't gone. Jesus is still here. He's still doing signs, miracles, and wonders. Because he is our God. Amen? The whole earth is full of his glory. That's something to be thankful for today. God's going to help you through it, honey. I know you're you're worried about your kids, but get your head up. Come on, man, Brother Ferris. I don't know what I'm going to do about my child. I'll tell you what you do. You call upon the name of the Lord. You stand still and see the salvation of the Lord and go. Come on, clap your hands unto him. I'm almost finished here. John 15 says, we all know it, greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Who but the God Almighty would give up his only son? I've said it a thousand times, God would rather give up his son than give up on you. You hear what I just said? How in the world could God stay silent because of us? When you get that clear picture in your mind, Living for God becomes a lot easier. When you understand of what I mean my three grandchildren, i got two girls and a boy. The girl, the oldest girl's eight, the boy's like five or six and the in the little toot. She's eighteen months old. I cannot fathom. God requiring her for your salvation. You ought know to tell him, just like you would, have you lost your mind? I'm not giving up my grandchild. she have brought a picture and put it up on the screen for y'all. She's a hoot, buddy. She was trying to get my attention today, and y'all know what they all call me. You know, it's Puffy, you know. She hollered Puffy two times, and I didn't hear her, and then she hollered Dada. Then she got my attention. But but God said, that's okay. I'm going to stay silent because there's going to be some people in Terrell, Texas that's going to need me. It's going to need my precious blood. It's going to need a Calvary experience to help them through it. So understand one thing. If you're suffering and you're going through pain and sorrow, you can't imagine the pain and suffering that God went through for us. See, when you get that clear view of God, when you get that, when, when you kind of get focused a little bit better, and there's times that we all need to refocus, and you know what I'm talking about, and we need to get that clear view of God. Sometimes God just kind of stops us, backs it up, so say, look at this, and understand what you're reading, understand what you're saying. For God so loved the world that he gave. For God so loved the world, not just to a group of people, but he loves the world, that, that we should. Should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's pretty powerful, isn't it? You hear me today. Before your rescue, you could easily keep God at a distance. True? Come on now, let's get real. Comfortably dismissed and neatly shelved. Sure, he was important, but so was your career, so was your status. Then came the storm that ripped everything apart. Most of y'all know what I'm talking about here. Did you turn to your career for help? Come on now. No, did you turn to, uh, to, uh, to something else to gain strength off of? Only if you wanted to hide from the storm and not escape it. Lean on your status for strength? No. A storm, and I just this just hit me the other day, your storm that you're going through is not impressed by your status. It's not impressed by who you are. It does. It, your storm is not impressed by, by what you have or what you don't have. Your storm could care less. It's going to come whether you like it or not. When Hurricane Laura rolled in last year, I couldn't stop it. Well, I wish I could have stopped. I wish I could have held up a hand. But it rolled in, and I had to deal with it last year. So did, you know, a lot of y'all probably deal with the, with, with some of that too. But when the ice storm, when, the, when all that rolled in last year, when we lost heat, when we lost electricity, and everything was shut down and we were freezing to death, that ice storm was not impressed by who you were. It rolled in, didn't it? But the difference for a child of God that has a clear view of God says, this too will pass. But I'm going to still stay in the presence of God. I'm still going to stand on my relationship with Jesus Christ because I know in the end I'm going to win. I'm not going to lose. Amen? So Storm's not impressed. Storm is impressed by that. He's not impressed by your title. And from that moment on, come on, somebody shout from that moment on. You listen to me. He's not just a deity to admire or a teacher to observe, but he is your Savior. You go through something, you'll find out real quick he's your Savior. Come on now. You know what I'm talking about. Your Savior to be worshiped. A season of suffering, folks, is a small price to pay for a clearer view of God and for more strength from God. Paul and Silas, a clear view of God, and I close with this. Such a, it was they had a clear view of God. They were put in, in, in jail, what they for spreading good news. That's what they were doing, spreading good news. Cast the devil out of a woman. And the town got all upset with them. Pretty you know, pretty wild stuff. But it wasn't fair, was it? Come on now. They were beaten, accused, without a trial. And as they sat in prison, bloodied, bruised, hopeless, all. It all looked, it looked like things were over and there was nowhere to turn. They're bound and change, Everything looked bad. When they were literally trapped and bound in their circumstances, they began to sing and praise God. They begin to sing and praise God. And as they did, right at midnight, everybody say midnight, their darkest hour, there was suddenly a great earthquake. And we know the prison doors flung open and their chains fell off and they walked out free men We've all had times when, when we felt completely trapped by our circumstances and we've all felt lonely and hopeless. I encourage you to do what Paul did and Silas did and that's praise God. Because at midnight, everybody say at midnight. Come on, somebody shout at midnight. Or text said that, you know, that the, the whole earth is full of his glory. Come on now. You hear me? And then Lamentation says this. It says in Lamentations 3, it says, it is the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his, because his compassions fail not. He ain't gonna fail you. Come on now. They are, not, they, are, uh, they are new every morning. Everybody say new every morning. Then he says, great is thy faithfulness. When does the new day begin? Midnight. It's no accident that the new day begins at midnight. 12 a.m., boom, count it. It's dark. Can I, can I tell you something? It's a brand new day. I believe in Paul and probably thought that. Boys, it's midnight. This is a brand new day, and God's about to bring us out. So we're going to shout. We're going to praise God because we're coming out of these chains. We're coming out of these situations because we have a clear view of God. Let's all stand. You hear me today. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Say, God, I know I'm going through it, but I'm going to make it. Come on, turn around to four or five people and say, hey, you're going to make it today. Come on, encourage somebody right now. You're going to make it. That's it. Come on, let's give the Lord a good hand clap of praise right now. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You're going to make it. Amen. Greet each other in the name of Jesus. Come on, go around and tell everybody how much you love them, how much you're thankful that they're here today. God bless you.